A man was talking to his neighbor, who was a bank manager. And he asked her, you know, I've always wanted to start a small business. Do you have any advice? And she said, oh yes, it's very easy. If you want to start a small business, buy a big one and wait. Love in its many forms has its fair share of waiting. Something to keep in mind as we continue our fall sermon series, Love is the Way. Christianity is passionate and compassionate love. Bishop Michael Curry, in his sermon at the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, said this, quote, There's power in love. Don't underestimate it. We were made by a power of love, and our lives were meant, and are meant, to be lived in that love. That's why we are here. End of quote. And fittingly, Bishop Curry shared the royal law at the royal wedding, also known as the great commandment from the Bible. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And with all your mind, with all your strength, the second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's in Mark 12, verse 30. If you have heard this most famous teaching of Jesus before, say, Amen. Amen. Good. Because this is the most foundational teaching of Jesus and of the Christian life. It all begins with the reality that God is love. And God is the ultimate source of love. And without God's grace in working in your life, without the active help of God in your life, without the power of the Holy Spirit feeding the fire of your heart and your mind, without being part of a community of love, a spiritual family of love, love as the way may baffle you, it may elude you, it may frustrate you. Even with the help of the triune God, it will not always be easy. Tell someone who's sitting next to you, it's not easy. That's right, it's not After all, after all, our Lord tells us in St. Mark's Gospel that we just heard, if anyone should become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Leaving out this sacrificial, selfless Jesus side of love with our family and friends is one thing. And we looked at that last week. But how on earth does that work out with loving those around you? Neighbors and co-workers? Well, let's brave that bulldog of a question, rough, by pondering three principles. The first principle is begin with humanity. Begin with humanity. Let's all say it together. Begin with humanity. It is so easy in our busy lives to treat the people around us one-dimensionally. The waitress is there to give you your breakfast. Your co-worker is there to help you get a task done. Your boss is there to make your life a pain. Your neighbor is there to disturb you with their country music. But the reality is, is that these are fellow human beings. 
Made by God, created in God's image, and loved by God. The reality is these are fellow human beings who have lives you and I don't see. The reality is these are fellow human beings who have their fair share, and sometimes unfair share, of despairs and delights. Begin with humanity. And so often, they are facing despair that you and I do not see. Often, if you see bad attitude, if you see bad behavior, it is often linked to personal despair. So recognize that image of God. Recognize that humanness in the people around you. When you interact with others, do you begin with humanity? Or do you begin with what you want? That's the first principle. Begin with humanity. Begin with humanity. The second principle is build with commonality. Build with commonality. Let's say it together. Build with commonality. Good. Now, certainly our human nature, and certainly our current cultural moment, Loves to divide. Loves to get people stirred up with one another. Loves to cause squabbles and controversies. Absolutely true. But as disciples of Jesus, you and I have been invited to live a different way. A way that does not ignore difference, but a way that builds with commonality. Now, the people around you, your neighbors, your co-workers, your fellow classmates at school... The people around you may be different by stages. They may be different races. They could be different political affiliations, different takes on life, different sexual orientations, on and on and on. And you may find it hard sometimes to get along with these people around you. If you have found it occasionally difficult, raise your hand. But there is so much you have in common with them. So much. Sometimes you may have to search for it, but find it. Sometimes you may have to search for it, but find it. Anything. Start with anything. It could be a common interest. Fashion. Raise your hand if you're interested in fashion. Don't be shy. It could be a common experience. Sport. Raise your hand if you play sports at some time in your life. could be a common background. Irish American. Any people of Irish ancestry? Okay, we'll have a few later. Find something, some sort of commonality. It, it could be a shared passion for puppy dogs. And there's probably a lot of people who have a passion for puppy dogs, right? Okay. It could even be something like a shared passion for 11th century Lithuanian pottery. How many of you have that passion? Raise your hand. <laughs> okay, well, we're all missing out, apparently. But Find something, anything, and build from there. Build from there. Now, even those sort of commonalities aside, at the very least, at the very least, the very least, you share a common humanity, common workplace, or a common neighborhood, or a common community. And just those commonalities alone, red pen, just those commonalities alone, never mind all the things you hold in common with those other people, just those commonalities alone give you plenty of opportunity to work together for the common good. 
Plenty of opportunity to recognize that you and the people around you, co-workers, neighbors, classmates, whoever, in so many ways, not always, but in so many ways, you and they are on the same team. You have the same goals, you have the same dreams, same interests in many, many areas. So begin with commonality. When you interact with others, do you build on commonality or do you divide with difference? So the first principle is begin with humanity. Begin with humanity. Second principle is build with commonality. Build with commonality. And now a little joke before we get to the third principle. And it may be a really little joke. We'll see. So a woman was watching the new neighbors across the street. The new neighbors had just moved in. And this woman was fascinated with observing them. And one day she's in the living room with her husband. And she's looking out the window. And she sees this new couple who is across the street. And she turns to her husband and she says, Oh honey, they seem so perfectly devoted to each other. He kisses her every time he leaves. And he even blows kisses from the window. Why don't you do that? And he put down the newspaper that he was reading. And he said, why would I? I hardly know them. <laughs> Moving right on to the third principle. Blessed with generosity. Blessed with generosity. Let's say it again. Blessed with generosity. Many of you are familiar with a phrase that has been made infamous by terrible to... It's mine. Any of you familiar with this phrase? Any of you heard it lately? <laughs> now the problem is, is that there are many 22-year-olds, 42-year-olds, and 62-year-olds, etc., who continue to adopt this toddler mantra as their own. It's mine. My time. My dollars, my business, my, my, let's all say it together, say it together in a very bratty way, mine. But the Christian way is the way of generosity. So bless those around you by being generous. Bless those around you by building up and not gossiping up. Blessed by going out of your way to help when you can. Blessed by listening. Listening, listening. Blessed by being that person in your neighborhood or your workplace or at your school, for those of you who are in school, who people know that you can count on when they're in the pinch. Blessed always by meaning what you say and saying what you mean. Blessed by helping that neighbor out with their yard. Blessed by making a generous tip. Bless that person who is around you, that co-worker, neighbor, other kid at school. Bless them by being respectful to them, even when they are a jerk. I'll rewind that one. Bless others by being respectful to that person, even when they are being a jerk. In other words, when you show up in the neighborhood, when you show up at school, when you show up at your workplace, Wherever it is you happen to be, do people say, oh good, this person is going to add to the common? 
Or is this person going to add to the drama? Add to the comedy, not to the drama. When you interact with others, do you bless with generosity? Or do you bash, do you bash with hostility? Or worse, do you ignore with grandiosity? Oh yes, I'm above all of this. Let's review the three principles that you can say them out loud and be fantastic. First is begin with humanity. The second is build with commonality. And the third is bless with generosity. Now, talk to somebody next to you. Make sure you both know the three principles. Don't be shy. Talk to someone. Recite the principles to each other. Go for it. All three. See if you know them. And I can tell you, you know, some of you who are popular close friends are like, and this is the one you need to do for me. Bless me. Alright, so let's review one more time aloud together the three, so we make sure we know them. The first is, begin with humanity. The second is, build with commonality. And the third is, bless with generosity. Excellent. So which of those three principles is the one that you most need to work on with God's help. Do you need to be beginning with humanity because you're always just getting into business with people and they're just there to get what you want done? Do you need to begin with humanity? Or for you, is it perhaps you need to build with commonality because you're always about finding the difference. Oh, well, this person's this party, this person's like this, so I don't like them. Do you need to build with commonality? Or maybe for you, it's you need to bless the generosity. Instead of, this is mine, my time, mine, 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 mine. Well, okay, I can be a convenience this time. I can bless. Which of those three principles do you need to work on with God's help? C.S. Lewis. How many of you have heard of C.S. Lewis? Name a book by C.S. Lewis that you like. Screwtape. Great Force. Mere Christianity. Blind Witch in the Wardrobe. Surprised by Joy. C.S. Lewis, that great writer and Christian apologist of the 20th century, said this, quote, It is easier to be enthusiastic about humanity with a capital H than it is to love individual men and women. Especially those who are uninteresting, exasperating, depraved, or otherwise unattractive. Loving everybody in general may be an excuse for loving nobody in Particular. And every day you are given opportunities to live out the royal law. Trumpet sound. The royal law of loving God and loving neighbor. By loving a sacrificial, selfless, Jesus kind of love, particular people around you. And by doing that, God can revolutionize your life. And by doing that, God can revolutionize other people's lives through you. As Bishop Curry has said, there's power in love. There's power in love to help and to heal when nothing else can. There's power in love to lift up and to liberate when nothing else will. There's power in love to show us the way to live. Amen.